Welcome to podcasts recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. Donald Aaron Taylor was born on June 21st, 1989 at St. Vincent Hospital to Janice Bolden and Leon Taylor. He passed away on July 16, 2022. He's survived by his parents, twin sister Lauren and her husband Brian, older sister Elena and her husband Mike, and his favorite nephew Ethan. He's preceded in death by his grandparents. Aaron was just 33 years young when he passed away. Creating and presenting his celebration of life service was truly an amazing opportunity for me. And I realized it took great trust from his parents and family to allow me to bring his life to life. And um, it was such an honor to step into that community of those who knew Aaron and his family. I've known his family for 34 years. And um, so for me, it was a touching opportunity to connect in with all of them. And I believe that it's the responsibility of all communities, whatever community that is, to honor the lives of those who have passed and to carry on their legacy as we heal and recognize the effects of their soul in our lives. So I'm sharing this with you because of what I'm talking about in community. Um, I know it might not be easy to hear. It's not easy to talk about for me either. And at the same time, that is part of community, a place where we can go, where we feel we can share, we can be open with our thoughts, feelings, and words. Aaron's suicide on the same day as the new mental health crisis line came into effect. This is the information that I passed along with this in his celebration of life service. And it's information that his family wanted to get out there in order to help all of us recognize that there is a place that we can call. There is availability for those in need. And at the same time, to take away the shame and stigma related to mental illness. So this is what I said. People in mental health crisis have a new three-digit number to call or text. It's 988, through which they can reach a trained counselor. Information on the web states this, 988 won't be a busy signal and 988 won't put you on hold. You will get help. Know that this number is available for you to call when someone else is in crisis as well, not just you. The 988 number will allow you to report when people seem to be struggling and when things work as intended, a mental health specialist will respond to contact them. It's in, my son is two years older than Aaron, so it just it's like I, I can't even imagine what it's like to go through this as a, as a parent. There were easily 200 people at Aaron's celebration of life service held in the Aloha High School gym. In talking with many of the attendees, I realized how one person can create a whole community of people who may not know one another, yet come together to create a larger community. The life of one soul has far-reaching effects, and it takes all in the community to honor those lives of those dear and close to us who have departed. I wrote this in the survey. It is for each of us 
to honor Aaron's life as we reflect on the qualities he had that we hold dear. May we each continuously be the physical representation of the loving, giving nature of the gentle man we knew and loved. Well, this coming Saturday, I will be joining Aaron's family and a number of his friends to walk 10 miles in the Out of the Darkness Community Walk. It's a fundraiser for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. The team I'm a part of representing Aaron is called You'll Never Walk Alone. And Aaron loved musicals, and one of his favorites was Carousel from 1945 and this song in it. And I found out from his dad, actually, this morning, um, I sent him my talk because I asked if I could talk about Aaron here, and I wanted them to know what I was saying. And he said, Barb, he loved the song, but it wasn't necessarily because of Carousel, which he loved. It was because he always rooted for the Liverpool soccer team in England. And through, the, there's a lot of information of it, but they sing that song. The crowd sings that song to the players every game. It's very sweet. There's a lot I could go into around that. So, and Aaron loved sports. He played soccer, he coached, he, he just loved it. So perfect. And at his service, they had these bracelets. And it has Aaron's name on it and also says, you will never walk alone. And they were in all different, beautiful, bright colors. So what I know is that on October 1st, all of us will be wearing these in his honor. And it's also to create a wavelength of love and peace to send out to all those who suffer from depression and mental illness. And to just know that you, you're not forgotten. People are not forgotten. So I have joined that community of individuals who are mourning the loss of their son, brother, friend, coach, co-worker, and dear soul. But because of this community, I feel closer to being all that I want to be, someone who has compassion, love, grace, and presence. I feel as though a shift is happening within me by being a part of this larger community of spiritual being. I read this on Facebook. As you are shifting, you will begin to realize you are not the same person you used to be. The things you used to tolerate have now become intolerable. Where you once remained quiet, you are now speaking your truth. Where you once battled and argued, you are now choosing to remain silent. You are beginning to understand the value of your voice, and there are some situations that no longer deserve your time, energy, and focus. That's what happens when we belong to a variety of communities. We shift and we change, we grow. That's the nature of who we are from the moment that we're born. We change, we grow. Think about your own family, your friends, your loved ones, those in the world right now. Expand that thought now, that recognition, into community. These individuals that I mentioned, your family, friends, loved ones, are all part of your community. This center is part of a community. But reach even further. Reach out further. Expand that into places that you frequent, because those are also communities. Maybe if you go to the gym, the grocery store, if you have a book group, if you're in a class, 
You may be going to certain restaurants all the time. If you can remember Cheers, Norm would walk in, hey, Norm, okay, that's a community. You know, he was seen. Places you've traveled, maybe you've developed friendships that you're still in contact with individuals. Those are communities. I bet that if you really delve into it and think about it, your community also would fill a high school gym. It is with all of these individuals that you have common unity, community, common unity. There's something somehow that you've, they've inspired you in your life and you've inspired them in their lives. That's how community works. We join communities because of that desire to be connected, to be close. It's part of the human condition that we want to be around individuals. I mean, there are times we want to not be around individuals as well. But there's a deep connection that we have and an opportunity to grow when we're around those that we share with in community. Well, here's an example of another community that I'm excited to have just joined. Beginning one week from today, which, oh my gosh, my body feels it already, I'll be joining the community of those individuals who have walked all or part of the Camino de Santiago. And I'm going to be walking 77.7 miles in six days from Bayona to Padron, which ends up at the cathedral, it would be Catedral, Santiago de Compostela in Spain. The whole Camino is about 500 miles, and you can receive a Compostela or a Pilgrim's Certificate for walking a minimum of 62 miles. Well, it is said that some people out walk on the Camino for spiritual reasons. Many others find spiritual reasons along the way as they meet other pilgrims. I love that, that they call the people who walk pilgrims, because it truly is a pilgrimage come back to the self. For me, it's very spiritual, but exciting or maybe not so exciting, because I think it would be exciting to be there, is I'm not going to Spain to do it. Okay, how are you going to walk the Camino if you're not going to Spain? Well, I am going to be walking the distances around here because my next-door neighbors are there. And, and she's one of my walking partners. And I said, you know, I would love to join you during that six days walking the Camino. I, I can't be there, but I would love to join you. So every day, she gave me a list of, of what the miles are that they're going to do. Every morning when they get up and they start their walk, they're going to take a picture and send it to me. So I can visualize that I'm walking the Camino. I mean, if I can't be there, why not enjoy it and just visualize and be there? I have a feeling I'm going to be doing more hills than they are, so I'm not, because of where I walk and the, the, mile, the mileage that I know that's around my house. But they inspire me to see how far I can push my body in a positive, enjoyable way. So that's the plan. What a great way to enlarge my community. The first day is 17.7 uh, miles. And so I'll break it up as they would. You do 10 miles in the morning and 7.7 .7 in the evening. Depending upon how Looney Tunes I am, I may do 12 in the morning. Who knows? I'll just see how inspired I am as I get up and go about in my day. So we can be very creative in how we grow our community, in how we grow ourselves, and how we impact and are impacted in our own lives. So what communities are you desiring to show up to? 
What communities do you want to join? Have you added any recently? Think about that and why maybe you did. Don't you find sometimes that when you expand your community, whatever it is, you get so excited about it, the newness, that you want to share it with everybody? Expanding their community as well? And then having them join up? Isn't that what you want to do when you find like just the perfect store? And you love it so much and you love to go there, the perfect restaurant or whenever that is? Well, this is something else I read. A new supermarket opened near my house. It has an automatic water mister to keep the produce fresh. Just before it goes on, you hear the sound of distant thunder and the smell of fresh rain. <laughs> when you approach the milk case, you hear cows mooing and experience the scent of fresh hay. <laughs> Don't you want to go to that store, right? That's a community. When you approach the egg case, you hear the hens cluck and cackle, and the air is filled with the pleasing aroma of bacon and eggs frying. The veggie department features the smell of fresh buttered corn. I don't buy toilet paper there anymore. <laughs> when I read that, I totally cackled out loud, totally. As we develop our community, we learn and we grow. It's good sometimes to witness how we are in them, in the different individuals in those communities, and how those individuals are within us as well. Yet we are each still unique and different. So what will your legacy be? How will you be remembered in your community? Are they things you want to change or adjust right now? At the celebration of life service, Aaron's cousin, Caitlin, got up to speak. And um, it was so interesting. There were six different friends and family who came up to speak. And they all asked me how, how I could possibly hold it together. And I said, well, I'm pretty good at compartmentalizing, putting things over to one side, especially when as a minister, I feel a responsibility to make sure I can support those individuals who are there really, truly grieving. And when Caitlin got up to speak, I was so impressed with her presence of mind, her presence of love, her sharing ability. And um, as she was speaking, I thought, oh, I want to use that in church. I want to use that in a talk. I want to use that in a talk. And afterwards, I went up to her and I, I said, Caitlin, you inspired me. May, can I have your notes? And so she gave me her notes. And this is the one, of, one of the things she said. It is my belief, like his namesake in the Bible, our Aaron was a peacemaker. In the story of Moses, it is Moses' brother Aaron and not Moses who talked to the people and who told Moses what the people thought of God. It is Aaron and not Moses who becomes the first high priest of the Israelites in the tabernacle. It was Aaron and not Moses who cast the first two plagues on Egypt. It was Aaron's son and not Moses who were deemed fit to follow their father into the priesthood when he died. A peacekeeper is not someone who brings joy and happiness into the world. It is more complicated than that. A peacekeeper is someone who maintains balance, who restores harmony. I believe it is a rare person 
who has the ability to bring peace to those around him. I believe Aaron had this gift. What an amazing description of someone who left us way too soon and a moving tribute to a gentle soul who is now part of this community as well because I brought his story here. And there's a connection once we connect. That is community. Danielle Doby said this, when you create a difference in someone's life, you impact everyone influenced by them throughout their entire lifetime. No act is ever too small. One by one, this is how to make an ocean rise. We each impact the lives of many individuals. Our community is vast. Search for that in yourself. Who is your community? Yesterday, I took part in an hour and a half long Zoom music presentation from Helsinki, Finland, and it was hosted by Michael Stillwater, and it was called Chant Waves. And if you've been around the New Thought movement for a lot of years, you would know who Michael Stillwater is. Um, maybe you've been lucky enough to see him in person or at some of the retreats that he's done in Hawaii. I met Michael first in 1990 and have followed him ever since. The idea behind chant waves is to keep the lyrics so simple that they can be used in chanting in order to open us up, in order to open our hearts, bringing us back to that center, to ourselves. Michael started off the whole chant wave saying this. He said, there are energies that have come into the planet that aren't a confluence for peace. And I'll just add in there, no shit. <laughs> When we join together with the intention of peace and returning to our heart, it has its effect in the world in two ways. First, on us, our state of mind and energy. And secondly, our energy flows out to others, our friends, family, and community. And I thought right there, Michael, you are so right on. Well, haven't we already all joined that music appreciation community here? I mean, hello, we have LaRonda, Shelly, the Friends Band. We are a community of music lovers, whether we're singing or not, which we get a chance to do here. But have you found that you chose to have this community as yours partially because music, too, enters your soul? It enlivens you? Music has that effect, and it allows us to be able to lift our heads up and truly see the good in the world. This is something I read about music recently, and I'm a big, huge music lover. Music, it has the power to make us smile and bring us to all types of tears. It can carry us back in time and inspire us to dance in the moment. For all our happiest days, there is music. When I'm walking, I walk with some friends, and when I do walk alone, I put on ear pods and choose usually uh, classic rock because I like to walk fast. And Head East, Boston, Journey, if you've ever heard of any of those, okay? I like, <laughs> I like to totally rock out. And one of the songs that Boston did, I remember walking and I had never heard it before. And I thought, how could it? It's on my phone, which means I had the CD 
And I, I guess I never, and I was walking one day and, and I just was like threw up my arms and started singing loudly. Now I don't do that all the time uh, because I don't want to freak people out when I'm, you know, singing. I, I guess it when it's like that's their problem, not mine, right? But that is how music so touches me. So add to your list of people in the community all those who you enjoy music with. Have you ever been to a concert? Do you feel like they're like totally your brothers and sisters when you're at a concert? Because you're all there for the same purpose, to enjoy whatever it is that's coming through the sound waves. And everybody's high-fiving everybody and turning on their, you know, their phones now. It used to be the, the good old lighters, right? Now it's the phones, everybody joins. So are, are you noticing now by my talking how your community is growing and expanding? It's so much more vast than I think you maybe ever realized. Are you part of a men's and women's group? A recovery group? A place whereby you get to connect with others, where you feel loved and supported? Add that to your list of communities that you're a part of. I am blessed to be part of a women's group where we totally can let our hair down and be exactly who we want to be in any given moment. And I read this, and it's such a perfect description of this wonderful community of sacred sisters that I'm a part of. There is a fine line between gentle and badass, goddess and warrior, good witch and bitch, <laughs> empathy and boundaries, sadness and creative magic. I personally like to use that line as a jump rope keeps life interesting. What a great statement. We, being ourselves, that's what community is about, where we can be ourselves, where we can be seen for who we are. We can be heard. We can be held when we need to be held. We can be pushed when we need to be pushed. If you're a beach lover, if you like the ocean, if you like collecting sand dollars, the smell of the ocean, anything about that, going out in a boat, snorkeling, scuba diving, many of us do add that community to your list because there's a feeling and an energy that goes along with it when we are in that community. What about travel? Have you been all around the U.S.? There are many people who like to do that. Have you been in foreign countries? Do you still have friendships there? One of the processes that I go on, go through when I go on a plane is when everybody's seated, well, as they walk in, I look too, but I think about, okay, how long is this flight? What is the duration of this flight? For that many hours, this is my community. This is my family, because if something happens, these are the individuals that I'm with. They're my community. Now, there are some of them on there that maybe it was like, well, I don't know, let's see. Hmm. And yet, this is my community. I want to feel heard, seen. I want to feel connected, especially in that. So add that to your list. Each one of us has affected the lives of many in a variety of ways. In our communities, how we are, we affect individuals as they affect us. We can't even imagine, most likely, how many people that we've affected in the world. What is ours to do from this point is to be one of the best humans possible. With our highs, our lows, our strengths and weaknesses, our foibles, and our love. 
I read this uh, also. I love Facebook. I get so much information on there. <laughs> it is fun. It said, we're all messy. We're all struggling. We're all flying high in some ways and falling flat on our faces in others. Nobody has it all figured out. It's our job to cheer each other on, lift each other up, and push each other to keep giving it our best. It matters who we surround ourselves with. We need to be better to each other. We're all we have. We are spiritual beings in human form. And to be able to recognize how we share ourselves in community, how people share with us, is very important. So this week I want you to contemplate who your community is, your vast community. Really stop and think about it. All the things that you've done, all you want to do, and choose where you want to go and who you want to be with. I guarantee as you consider consciously and reflect on the communities that you've been a part of, you'll be amazed at how connected you are with so many of the spiritual beings on the planet. Those connections are what create the energy we wake up to, that we move throughout the day with, and that we go to sleep with. These communities are an important part of who we are and how we are in the world. So choose wisely. Or as my son says when I'm going out at times teasing me, make good choices. <laughs> I don't think I ever said that to him, but he must have heard it somewhere. <laughs> Michael Stillwater ended his chant waves by saying this. Stay in kindness with yourself. You are beautiful beings. And so it is with each of us in this spiritual community as spiritual beings. Let's move into prayer. Oh, as we take a deep breath in and let it go, I just ask that each one of us from our heart, recognize that this community is one stepping stone to the next, to the next, to the next. And it allows us an opportunity to connect deeply with our heart and our soul and come back to that place of center and knowingness each and every moment that we allow ourselves to. We can be, each of us, a confluence for peace. And it's through us individually and through us in community that we do this. So as I recognize this connection, this togetherness, this community here branching out into the world through numerous, vast communities that each one of us is a part of, we connect with beings around the planet. One connects with another, connects with another as Aaron is connected in with us here today, another angel out there for each one of us to call on when we want support and love. So I give thanks for this community, for each one of us here today, for those online watching. We are a deep, spiritual, loving, connected community. And I know peace and I know love through this community. 
Again, I give thanks, and together we say, and so it is. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the Online tab. We have a variety of content dedicated specifically for our podcast listeners. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at cslportland.org slash donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.